It's the 25th of May, 2022, and this is The Global Brief. I'm Nadia Cowperthwaite, and I'm bringing you your international news. Sri Lanka is in an even worse position this week. People are waiting 30-plus hours for fuel, and many petrol stations are empty, causing massive chaos. There have been preventable deaths due to people not being able to access fuel to get to the hospital. The country has missed their foreign debt repayments and are now in default. This has created political unrest with protesters occupying the entrance to the president's office for the last 40 days. Government supporters have attacked peaceful protesters, which sparked nationwide riots, where nine people were killed and the houses of politicians were burned. India has donated $16 million in humanitarian aid, including rice, milk powder and essential medicines. India is still facing their own problems, with severe flooding in the eastern state of Assam. Thousands have been displaced and at least 24 people have died. The floods have left a massive shortage in food and water. Five people were injured when a spectator stand collapsed at a Trooping the Colour rehearsal at Horse Guards Parade in London. Witnesses have said that a floorboard cracked and a person fell through, and 25 minutes later a similar thing happened in the opposite stand. Everyone was evacuated by police and the army. Ukraine has called for the international community to create a safe passage for the millions of tonnes of grain that's stuck in Ukraine to leave the country. The inability of exporting the grain has led to food prices skyrocketing and raising the very real possibility of famine in the countries which rely on Ukraine. To make it worse, farmers have been unable to sow their crops this season due to landmines being scattered all over the country and a lack of seed. I'd just like to add that Russia has left landmines in villages, parks, fields, everywhere, and they will take years to clear. They have also left booby traps in houses, including children's bedrooms, which are needing to be checked before families can return to their homes. It is estimated it will cost around $600 billion to rebuild Ukraine. The first of at least 13,000 Russian soldiers has had his trial for war crimes, where he received a sentence of life in prison. Boris Bondarev has resigned from his position as a Russian diplomat to the United Nations. He has condemned the invasion of Ukraine and has heavily criticised Russia's foreign ministry. He has said that after a 20-year diplomatic career, he has never felt so ashamed of his country as he did when the invasion began, adding that Putin's aggressive war is a crime not only against the Ukrainian people but also against the people of Russia. A leaked file has revealed the locations and extent of the treatment of Uyghurs in China. The file was handed to the BBC and has never before seen details of the extent of the re-education camps and formal prisons that are two separated but related mass detention systems. North Korea has reportedly launched three ballistic missiles. They've also said that they have had a fever outbreak but haven't confirmed that it is definitely COVID. The state media is reporting no new deaths and a downward trend in cases. However, analysts have said that the credibility of these figures needs to be questioned. It seems that the statistics that are being released are not for international counts, but are part of the propaganda machine for the domestic audience. Sadly, there has been another shooting in the US today. It was in a primary school, and at the time of recording this episode, there is 19 dead. The U.S. is also facing a shortage in baby formula and it has been declared an emergency in New York. 
In science news, a gigantic dragon of death with a nine-metre wingspan has been unearthed in Argentina, South America. It has been named Thanatos Draken and lived at the end of the Cretaceous period, 146 to 66 million years ago. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Feel free to follow me on my socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok or Twitter, which all have their same handle, Nadia Cowper. Tune in next week for your international news, short and sharp.